You've never seen this before throughout your you know, coverage of parliament, have you? Certainly not. I mean, after the, 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 the vote was taken, I, I knew that this was a very historic development. Um, although... As in since um, December 7th? Yeah, that's right. You saw things like this coming up later in the future? Uh, exactly, exactly. Because, I mean, anybody who was closely watching what's happening in parliament and the discourse around the country uh, would have known that something really sinister was about happening. Okay, people believed and hoped that a hung parliament or even a upside down, as in skirt and blouse government, is what we need to develop. We've seen recently when Palin was leading um, the US uh, mm -hmm. Congress, they forced the government to shut down under Trump. Under this particular administration, it is not a skirt and blouse necessarily, but mm -hmm. it's a very close contest. It's 137, 137. Over the period, they have managed to get a lot of things through. Their, their appointees were, have gone through and all of that. Why this particular budget? Well, I mean, in this case, you're talking about the stakes being high um, in a number of ways. Of course, I mean, when the government came into office with such a slim you know, majority, um, it was obvious that some people were not happy about the outcome. Um, and they expected that because we have what some are calling a hang parliament, because strictly speaking, it's not exactly a hang parliament. Is it not? No, I mean, the numbers are e almost evenly distributed. A well, hang parliament ordinarily creates what you call a coalition government. Okay. Because you need absolute majority to govern in the parliamentary system. And where you don't have that, you need to go into an alliance with, you know, uh, an entirely different political ideology or party so that you form enough base in order to govern. We don't have that kind of system. What we have is a presidential system which fuses the Westminster system as in the UK system the with that of the system. presidential system. So it is not strictly speaking a hung parliament, but it has some features of that. Okay. Because Let's call it a divided parliament. Exactly, right? we have a divided parliament. Mm -hmm. So the issue now is, are we getting the kind of cooperation are we getting the kind of consultation? Are we getting the kind of, you know, consensus building in order to get things done? Yes, in the past, it would seem that getting some of these questionable ministerial nominees through created so many problems for people because some people thought that these are not qualities uh, using the word advisedly, which you have in government. But they have gone through, and people were angry about that. Especially those who were on the NDC side who exactly. thought their members should have exactly. done something. So the NDC came under serious fire. That look, we sent you there with this, uh, you know, shaky parliament, so that you can you could hold the government more accountable. And let than everything you do. go past. Exactly. So the stakes are higher now, and and it's been escalated by what we've seen. The people of Ghana, at least a good number of them, who have spoken loudly have stated that they are opposed to the idea of this levy, the e-levy. People have not been happy in terms of how government handled the Keta Angola and then the Ketu South, uh, you know, tied out with attack. They've not, they, they have expressed their disappointment in the government over that. The expectation was that you were going to make a provision um, in, in the budget for that. That was not done. It took some interventions on the floor to get a minister for the works, uh, you know, ministry to come and say that oh, something will be done about it. And then also you had the issue of the levy that was withdrawn. Parliament passed the law says that go and charge, you know, road tools. A minister gets up and says that he has the authority to suspend the enforcement of the law. I mean, that... Even the before the budget goes through. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there are issues with that. Mm -hmm. If you want mm -hmm. to remove the levy, come to Parliament with a bail that repeals entirely 
the provision you want to suspend. Mm. Mm. And when you do that, I'm sure that that would have been consistent with the laws. But what we saw on mm. Friday night was a back and forth. So there was even at a point the minister came in with a request, what they call a prayer, mm -hmm. to the speaker so that he will be heard. Yeah. There is something they call conclave, which is usually the pre-general meeting meeting that they have, the leadership meeting, and they mm -hmm. agree on a lot of things. So what we see on the screens, we are always told is one third of what happens in the house. Yeah. How come this time around the conclave did not succeed? Because we are getting an indication, according to Mosquito, the NDC scribe, they, they had actually agreed in conclave what to do, and then the minister came to pull a fast one on them Ooh. in the chamber. Uh, you see, that's, so, so it comes back to what happened on the floor. Of course, I mean, when they came back, there was an argument about whether or not they should hear only the minister or they should hear Chey first, mm -hmm. the, the majority leader. Mm -hmm. Of course, it was something that went on and on and on, and eventually the minister was heard. Uh, what do you call it? Chey was heard. Before that was after the Honorable Haruna Idrisu, the minority leader, had spoken mm -hmm. because he had summed up the debate for the minority. And because the minister had made an application through the majority leadership that, okay, they wanted to be heard again and the the idea behind that was to give an opportunity to the minister to say that these are the concerns that you have i have taken all those concerns into consideration and i am doing abc so if it is the case that we want to provide for say um, the keta situation oh going forward this is what we intend to do about it in terms of the levy that we we have decided to introduce okay we want to withdraw it so new However, amendments exactly you know statements but made. we did not have the opportunity to hear him say these things do you understand instead he proposed to do that backdoor exactly and he said just with the leadership exactly and 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 of course i mean there was agitation and when you start having meetings within meetings or outside meetings people become suspicious mm -hmm. so the minority bench the back benches were agitating and it became difficult to handle mm. and, and let's look at the few few things that came out so the majority worked out which is also a first you think they should have no i don't think the majority they should not have they, they should not have because the, the reason was because johnson i said okay was in the public I, I think that that's to, to put it mildly that was a frivolous um, did you also think or do you think now that the speaker at the time should have put the vote in the absence of the majority side no, no, I, I don't think that the, the, the speaker ought to have done that. Why? I, I, first of all, I mean, we have a government to run. And it is not in the interest of government for money not to be available. Right, it's procedure. If the procedure, those who put the proposal have okay, fled... So, so, so that is where we go to the question of the numbers. If we go to the numbers, the speaker himself had called for, the, for, for head count. Which head count was called in order to satisfy the requirements of the constitution under article 102 of the constitution which says that you need a quorum of at least you know one third of members present for you to do business now when you are doing business it doesn't mean that you'll be taking decisions in order to take decisions you need to move down to article 1041 of the constitution which says that you need first of all at least half of all members of parliament present we are we have 275 members of parliament and half of that will give you what 137.5 now we can't divide a human being into two so you round it up to the near the nearest whole number mm -hmm. which will be 138 members of parliament mm -hmm. now the speaker in announcing the head count said that at that point they had 137 members of parliament if and i'm using the word advice if it was the case that only 137 members of parliament were in the chamber at the time he put the question regarding the budget and which vote 
purported to defeat the whole essence of the budget. That would have been unconstitutional. Moving forward, they'll be reconstituting on Tuesday or reconvening on Tuesday. Speaker Bagman is not in town. Mm -hmm. His deputy would be sitting. What do you forecast? Well, I expect that the my majority side will come back seeking to overturn the decision if they recognize it as a decision of the House. If they don't, they would want to proceed on the basis that this decision was unconstitutional from the very you know, beginning and that it is to be deemed not to have taken place at all. If they take that position, what is likely to be the response from the minority side? Of course, there'll be a pushback. So I expect a lot of you know, serious chaos in Parliament tomorrow if today they do not work around the issues in order to agree to present a united forward. The problem, though, is that Speaker Bagwing is not in town. Uh, Honorable Joe Wise is an MPP mem you know, member mm -hmm. of Parliament, mm -hmm. and he's a deputy speaker. The question is, if the majority intends to move a motion for rescission of the decision, that is, if they recognize it that is a decision, if they intend to move that, the question is, can Joe Wise admit that motion and seek to undo what the substantive Speaker of Parliament had done had on done. Friday. It's a matter that if tomorrow they are not able to resolve, perhaps we may have to invite the courts to get involved. But in terms of the numbers, the NDC, if every MP shows up tomorrow, on mm. Tuesday, mm. they would have 137. Yes. If MPP or MPs show up, they would also have 137. Mm. Then we have one independent MP who caucuses with them. Yeah. If Joe Weiss is elevated to be the speaker, MPP MPs reduces or reduce to 136. Mm -hmm. But if their independent member supports them, mm -hmm. that's 137. Mm -hmm. So we have 137 apiece. So with a speaker? No, without a speaker. With, without Joe Weiss. They'll have 137 for the MPP side. That's if the, minor, the independent guy joins. Yeah, NDC also have 137. Yeah. If they are to vote, they'll keep voting forever in perpetuity. Well, we the rules no say, and the constitution also provides, that where there is a split in the decision, so equal number of votes, that that, that, that motion is lost, uh, which is the same as losing it, like getting outvoted. Now, the rules again say that when a matter is decided, you cannot bring it back for a discussion on it unless you are coming by a substantive motion. In which case, we'll be dealing with a rescission, or maybe you want to challenge the decision of the speaker. These are the two ways in which they can deal with mm -hmm. it. But the question now is, if Joe Wise is presiding, can he vote? As a casting vote. Exactly. The constitution says that the speaker of parliament doesn't have an original vote and a casting vote. But the constitution doesn't provide for what happens in the case of a deputy speaker or a non-speaker or a member who is presiding mm -hmm. in, in the absence of the speaker or the deputy speakers. So what, what, the, what the standing orders you know, attempt to do is to provide for the, the, the gap in the constitution and to say that, okay, when a person who is not the speaker is presiding, in that case, he doesn't have an original motion, but it is silent on whether that person carries a casting mm -hmm. vote. Now, an original, uh, what do you call a vote, is basically the vote that you come to Parliament with from your constituency. So, again, so let's say that you are from Massachusetts and you represent uh, what you call Shai Shai Osudoku. Osudoku. You can vote exactly. in anything. Exactly. But a casting, a casting one vote, is when there's a tie. Yeah, then you use that to break the tie. Normally it happens in the Westminster Parliament where the Speaker is a member of Parliament but it's, it's, it's given that extra you know, vote in order to help the government survive. Because if there's a tie 
and you don't have anybody to break it, he creates problems. So if Joe Weiss is not allowed a casting vote, mm -hmm. because we do not have president to support that there yeah. was any tie ever in the House mm -hmm. that a, a presiding speaker who is a deputy had had to use that authority. That's right. If we get to that, it means, like I said, we're going to have a cyclical turn of events. Yeah, be, I mean, I expect... And then the House will just, uh, you know, just go home and sleep. And exactly, no because government. there will be serious clashes over that. Because there are divided opinions on this particular matter. Whether a person presiding in the absence of the Speaker can use that power. Because it's not provided for in the standing orders. It is silent on it. But the fact that it does not mention it. Some people argue that it is by necessary implication suggesting that it could be used. Now, I don't know how the NDC will react to it tomorrow if yeah. the matter gets moved on the floor. Let me say quickly mm -hmm. that while we don't have a budget yet, at least if we are to assume that the budget has been re rejected mm -hmm. and assume that this is a regular you know, occurrence and it doesn't seem against the Constitution, I have different views about it. Mm -hmm. I think that the decision is questionable. What, what can happen is that the government may have to go to Parliament with um, a request for a vote on account, which is to say that, okay, we can't allow the government to grind to a halt, which will be a shutdown. Let's vote for something in the meantime, so that the first three months of the year 2022, we can have some money to run the government in the meantime. But then again, that would also call for some serious consideration mm. on both sides, discussion, cooperation in order to get it done.